ready? Welcome back to Here on the Hill, a podcast from Montgomery Bell Academy in Nashville, Tennessee. In this episode, we get to hear from Mrs. Maggie Chen, a longtime member of the MBA math faculty and one of the most successful and respected coaches in the history of our school. Mrs. Chen recently sat down with librarian Jane McMahon to discuss her immigration to the U.S., her early years at Montgomery Bell, and her work with the MBA Math Counts team. Mrs. Chen, you started working at MBA in 1996, and I'm sure a lot of people are curious, what do you remember most about your first few years working on the Hill? I started working at MBA in 1996. During my first few years, I really struggled with my English because English was my second language. I was born and grew up in China. I received all my education and had some math teaching experience there. I moved to the United States at the age of 42. At that time, I could only speak a little English. I thought my teaching career was over. I had never thought that I could teach in the United States until MBA opened its door to me. This opportunity was a dream come true. I could not refuse and bravely accepted it, even though I could not speak fluent English at that time. I remember that on my first teacher service day, I brought a tape recorder. I recorded all the service meetings and listened carefully at home again and again in order to understand all the instructions. I use a dictionary to aid my teaching all the time because I did not even know the math, te- uh, math terminology like parabola, hyperbola, ellipse, rhombus, etc. Everything in my mind was Chinese. One day, one of my students told me that his family was going to move to another city. He was applying for a new school. He was required to submit two recommendation letters from his teachers. One letter must be from math teacher. I did not know how to write a recommendation letter. I was so nervous. Fortunately, another teacher voluntarily helped me to write the letter. I was so grateful for her help. At that time, I desperately wanted to improve my English. I took some English classes at Nashville Tech in the evening. I also sat in the seventh grader classroom to study English and grammar with seventh graders. I diagrammed sentences and read English novels. I still remember the story I read, such as The Hobbit, A Christmas Carol, To Kill a Mockingbird, and the short story Telltale Heart. In my math class, I asked my students to point out the mistakes in my spoken English. They were so nice. They said they could understand what I talk about in class because this was just math. I knew that I definitely made a lot of mistakes in my my verbal communication. In order to get some feedback from my students, I started to use the chocolate to bribe my students. That worked very well. 
after I put the chocolate on the desk, I started to receive constructive criticism from my students. Some students told me that I used a wrong tense in my sentence. The others point out that I use a noun instead of an adjective. Finally, I made a deal with my students. I was their math teacher and they were my English teachers. We cooperated very well. It really took me years to improve my English. I thank all my colleagues to, who helped me. I also appreciate all the support from students and the parents. Without them, I could not have survived teaching using English. Well, I think it's kind of a cliche. We hear that teachers learn from their students. Um, but in your case, I guess that is literally true. And it's just amazing to hear all of the effort you put into learning English, but also really heartwarming to think about how you were sharing those same students, um, sharing with those students the same stories that, that they were learning to read. Uh, but moving on to our next question, you have become a legendary coach of MBA's math team. And one of your former students, Will Hannon, who is actually now on MBA's science faculty, told me that being on your math counts team really inspired his love of problem solving and that it really gave him a sense of belonging when he was a young student at MBA. So how do you account for MBA's success in math competitions? Thank you, Jane. I'm glad to have the opportunity to work at uh, work on the MBA Math Counts competition program. I like math and always enjoy working on challenging math problems. After I came to MBA, one day, the junior school dean, Martha Thurman, gave me a box of Math Counts competition sets. She asked me to figure out what kind of competition it was. I carefully looked at these problems and immediately liked this competition. I realized that it was a competition for the junior school students. So I organized a group of top math students in the junior school and trained them. The MBA Math Counts team attended the Math Counts competition for the first time in 1999. Unfortunately, we did not perform well in the competition. During the following years, I tried to find out better ways to train the math counts team. I noticed that a lot of competition problems could be solved by high-level math knowledge, such as combinations, permutations, and probabilities. So I started to teach these high school math concepts to the math counts students. I also noticed that our students performed poorly in geometry problems. At that time, there was no geometry class available for the junior school students. I thought we could offer a geometry course to the strongest math students in the junior school. I brought this idea to the math department head, Dr. Jim Shackleford. He supported my idea. In 2002, we opened geometry honors course to the top math students in the junior school. This strategy was very helpful for training the math count team. In 2003, the MBA math count team won their first state championship. 
The NBA team continued to win the state title for the following two years, 2004 and 2005. The achievements of the NBA math class team attracted strong math students from outside of the NBA to apply for NBA. The NBA math class program continued to grow stronger. From 2003 to 2019, the NBA Math Counts team won 10 championships and received six run-ups in the state of Tennessee. In training the Math Counts team, I also received a lot of support. The Mother's Father's Club generously provided money each year to the Math Counts students to purchase graphing calculators for the competitions. The Wilson family provided a generous Wilson grant each year for the math camp students to have free math camp in the summer and the winter. The Sage group always prepare good meals for the math camp students whenever we need it. I would like especially to thank Mrs. Frank Stewart. Each summer, Mrs. Stewart spent a lot of time organizing special activities for the math camp students. I'm so grateful for this support. The NBA Mass Count team could not have done well without it. For the past 26 years, Math Counts was an important part of my working at the NBA. Since 2020, Mr. Mike Davidson has become the head coach of Math Counts. Right now, I'm his assistant coach. He has done a terrific job in training Math Counts team. I believe that the NBA Mass Count team will continue to perform excellently in the competition. And I know Mr. Davidson has nothing but the highest respect for you, Mrs. Chen, and all of the work that you did in really building the Math Counts program at MBA. And MBA has no shortage of success in athletic or academic or artistic endeavors, but I think it's still something truly exceptional that you've been able to accomplish with MBA Math Counts. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, now, next, um, I know that uh, some people out there listening might already be aware that you're planning to retire at the end of this year, um, and we all hope that you will come back and visit us after you retire this spring, but until we see you again, is there any message you would like to tell the MBA community before you go? Thank you for offering me this opportunity. I would like to share some of my life experience to my colleagues and students. I was born and grew up in China. My life in China was complicated. I had some happy times, but also had some difficult times. In my memory, there were two things that had most impacted on my life. I remember when I was 11 years old. My beloved mother was accused of being against the Communist Party without any evidence. She was an excellent math teacher, but as a punishment, she was forced to leave her school and sent to the countryside to do intensive manual labor. At that time, my brother was 12 years old and my, my younger sister was only eight. For the following three to four years, we lived without a mother. 
Finally, my mother was allowed to come back to, to the city. She went back to her school, but not for teaching. She worked as a cleaner. She cleaned the classrooms and the bathrooms. During that period, my life was very stressful because I had a mother who was against the Communist Party. More than 20 years later, the government finally admitted that it was a mistake. My mother received an apology for the unfair punishment. However, more than 20 years had already passed. We could never have gotten this time back. Another major event in my life was the Chinese Cultural Revolution. That was caused by the political power struggle within the Communist Party. This happened in the year when I was a senior in high school. During my senior year, I dreamed about college life and my future. I was working very hard in preparing for the college entrance exam. However, the Cultural Revolution changed everything. During that period, there were no classes in any schools. Students used violence to punish teachers and destroy school properties. In my school, several teachers committed suicide because of the brutal treatment of the students. This happened in every school all over the country because the government encouraged the young students to do so. I remember I graduated from high school with no graduation ceremony and no diploma. The college was closed by the government. No one could attend college. Most of the young people were sent to the countryside to work as a farmer. My younger cousin died of an accident in the countryside during that period. He was only 24. The Chinese Cultural Revolution destroyed a lot of people's lives. It lasted for 10 years. The college reopened 11 years after I graduated from high school. I was able to pass the college entrance exam and enter the college at the age of 30. My complicated life in China made me consider some change for my life. I did not want my son to experience the same life as me. When I had an opportunity to come to the United States, I did it without hesitation. I moved to the United States in 1990, but it was not an easy decision. At the age of 42 and speak little English, my life was difficult. Also, the Chinese government did not allow us to bring all of our money to the United States. The Chinese government rule was that each person who received a U.S. visa was allowed to exchange 30 U.S. dollars from the government bank. We had to leave the rest of our money in China. So the three of us landed on the U.S. land with only $90. I was scared. Fortunately, we received some help from relatives and friends. For the first few years in the United States, I worked as a waitress in several restaurants. I also worked in a toy store and a bank. Finally, I joined the factory in MBA.
From my life experience, I would like to say something to everyone. When you are experiencing difficult time, never lose hope and never give up. You always can succeed with your hard work. After 26 years working at the NBA, I decided to retire this spring. I would like to thank the NBA for accepting me as a part of the NBA. In the past 26 years, I have enjoyed every moment working at the NBA. I would like especially to thank to Mr. Joya, who hired me 26 years ago, even though I could not speak English fluently at that time. Ms. Joya always supported and believed in me. He encouraged me during my difficult time. Mr. Joya, thank you so much. I also thank all my colleagues who have helped me and the students and the parents who have supported me. My 26 years working experience at the MBA is an important part of my life. I will miss MBA a lot. I wish MBA the best. Well, I know a lot of people here are going to miss you as well, and we cannot thank you enough for everything you have contributed to the MBA community, in the classroom and beyond. So thank you so much, Mrs. Chen. Thank you, Jen. Thank you for inviting me. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Here on the Hill. For more information about our school, including upcoming admissions and alumni events, please visit montgomerybell.edu. To contact our podcast team, please email hereonthehillpodcast at montgomerybell.edu. That's here with an E-A-R. Thanks for listening. Go Big Red!